It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. I get the thumbs up from Eddie. I give the thumbs up to you. And we get the thumbs up from everybody. What's up? It's the podcast. Al, how are you? Hi, Jerry. You told me uh, to remind you about a, a tipping question yeah. or a tipping-related uh, item, which I always love tipping-related uh, discussions. Now, I know. I actually know where you're going to stand on this. All right. And I'm going to be with you because I was annoyed the other night. So we went out with friends on Saturday night. So it was a group of seven. It wasn't a huge party, but it was seven. And so get the bill at the end of the night. And we were going out for my wife's birthday. So I paid. And I gave the guy, you know, my debit card for no one. There was no, oh, we got it. We'll split it. No, no, I got okay. it. We're good. You now, went up to go to the bathroom and yes, gave them and the I card, went, that I went, trick? I went and found the waiter, yes. Okay. So whatever, I get the bill. Now, in fairness, the bill was less than I thought it was going to be. That was awesome. So I go and I fill it out and I just automatically didn't even look at it because it was less than I expected. So 20%, I'm like, he was fine. He wasn't exceptional, but he wasn't terrible. He was, it was 20%. It was fine. Right. So I, start, I write it in. And then I'm thinking... I should look. I was curious. What my wife bought these almond joy drinks. I'm like, I'm just curious how much those cost. Almond joy drinks. Yeah, like All a right. dessert drink, which is yeah. tremendous. So I'm like, I took my little specs out, my thin optics, which oh, nice. I carry on me. With good job, right here. Wow, look at you. And Jerry. I go, yeah, because I can't see anything. And they were nice enough to send them to us, so I use them. They're great. So I take it out, put it on my nose. I start looking. What do you think of this? They snuck in the automatic twenty percent gratuity for a large group. Now, I wrote in another, what was it? 20%? Another, yeah, no, no, for sure. I'm trying to think what it was. I forget how much. Wow. The bill was 300 and something dollars. So whatever another 20% was, I start writing it in. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Scratch that crap right out. Now, I did give him an extra few dollars, even though I saw that, because I wanted to match what I was initially giving him. Like, okay. It wasn't 25%, but it was a little more than 20%. But what if the service sucks? Now, I agree. Even if they're bad, they are working. At minimum, you're going to give them 10, 12, 13% just because right. you have to give them something. But if you give them less than 20, you're making your point. Your service was terrible. Correct. You don't deserve 20%. And if you're really good, I'm going to give you 25 or 30%. So 20, if you were average, is fine. But what if they sucked? I'm stuck with 20% right. before I even sit down? That bothered me. That would bother me as well. One, I also think that the waiter should have said, by the way, the, he said tip, nothing. the tip is on here already. He said nothing. He was trying to flim-flam you. And I'll bet you that happens. Oh, for sure. Because I don't st- – I really don't. I have, I, I have in my mind what I think a bill is going to be. And if it comes at, back anywhere near it, right. I don't go over the bill. It's fine. I saw it done. And I don't know why I took those thin optics. That, well, I do. I want to see the, how much the drinks were. But How much man, were the Almond Joy drinks? Uh, they were reasonable. They were – I think they were $9. I expected them to be 4 That's why the bill was less than I thought. This place's drinks were much cheaper than I anticipated. Because you had the Almond Joy drinks as she being did. like a $15 beverage. I've kind of gotten used to, and this is a horrendous thing to say, but it's true. I've gotten very used to the $18 margarita, the $19 Tito's and seltzer, and the beers now being 8 9 bucks. Well, this place, they only charge $3 for a draft beer, $4 for a bottle, and then the mixed drinks were the most expensive one, I think, was $12. You go to, is this a chain restaurant? I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure, and I don't, I don't want to say Probably the name. not, then. Um, I'll tell you off the air. I don't know if it is or not. I never heard of it until I was searching for somewhere different to go. When a place has a $4 beer, that's when I know it's a, that's, like, that's a nice priced beer. I yeah. You get a Miller Lite for $4. Yep. That's nicely priced. Couldn't agree with you more. Right? Two beers, $8. Yes. And that's why the bill was, I thought, very reasonable. Yeah. And everything was, I mean, like I said, the, the drinks were made perfectly, and the, the draft beers were ice cold. It was good. But that pissed me off. Yeah. That was not cool. How about this, Jerry? There are a lot of people around us having babies. Yes. Uh, so 
Well, it started with uh, with uh, Sydney Assize and had a baby. Right. Uh, Gio Frank had another baby. Gio had a baby. Uh, Gunner had a baby. Yep. Allie, who does makeup on the show, had yeah. a baby. That's four babies. Yeah. Four of, babies. Four babies of recent. Yeah. Do you get gifts for these babies? Yeah. You haven't. So here's the weird thing, and this is where I'm at. Okay. Strangely. So, and, and I'm going to give you my thinking behind it. See, I think I'm going to give Allie and her and, and Sal something for them. Oh, okay. I'm not going to give that. They're going to have, I've been, I've been through this twice. Yeah. You end up with so much stuff, and it's so nice of people. Like, what can you get uh, a couple? Uh, gift certificate to go to dinner, a gift card, go out okay. for dinner when, when things settle down, and one of the moms can come over or dads can come over to watch the baby, and they get a night out. Yeah. That's what I do. So when uh, Sydney, Boomer's daughter, had her baby, yeah, Gina was like, "We got to get something bougie, like the, you know, something." So, so I we ordered something off of the Tiffany website. Oh God, yeah, it was a little pricey, but I was like, "Okay, that's the I guess the thing to do, right?" So I did that. Then Gio had his baby. Now I worked directly with Gio. Yeah, but Gio is not bougie like right that. Where there would be something cool, okay. But I also feel like his wife would be very particular with what the baby can wear. Okay, all right. So while it was always in my head to get Geo's Geo baby gift, every time Gina and I went out to look, everything I looked at, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if his wife would allow that. And then all of a sudden, it just got away from me. Yeah, it's gone. That happened with me with Bob Dwyer. It just gets too far out. I forgot, so I sent the I sent uh, their third their third kid their son a one year old birthday gift. Yeah, I said sorry. This was for when he was born. I forgot. <laughs> so happy birthday. <laughs> That's true. So then Gunner just had a baby. Yeah. Now Gunner, I feel like I'm in more in tune with. Okay. I'm more in tune with Gunner. So I got uh, some baby things that I haven't sent out yet. Okay. But nowhere near. The gift level of Sydney's baby. Right, so just add a gift card for cash. No, but I feel like Gunner is a uh, a woodsman now. He lives okay. in the woods. Get him a rifle. For the baby? <laughs> I don't know what. How, what no, for him. The, oh, for him. So it's just uh, these all these babies. Like, were we, were we buying gifts for babies? A lot now? of babies. A lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, unfortunately for me, it is very true because this is not my wife's side of things. Yeah. That when it's left to me... And I, I, it, it's an excuse, and I know it. I'm not – I'm trying not to make any – but I am making an excuse. Between coaching a baseball team, between running a cornhole league, between, oh, I don't know, full-time job, uh, between Rutgers basketball, Cowboys football, uh, the days run away with themselves, and I just forget. I really yeah. – honestly, I just forget. And so it's an excuse, yes, but it's also the truth. I don't right. – I just don't remember. I, I, the perfect example is I sent Bob's, you know, baby a one-year-old birthday gift because I forgot. Right. Well, I, whatever. Right. I know. It's too I, I can tell you this, though, as a parent, they don't need anything. They don't. No. Oh, my They're God. They're getting a lot. They get, you know, when the fir- when you have that first shower, that first baby shower, it is like a baby store vomited everything that they create. It's insane. And then it's like you bring it home like, what do I do with all this? Oh, my God. Right. And it's really nice of everybody. But holy crap, it is so much stuff. It's it's nuts. Right. You get a lot of items. Yeah. All right. I once, it's terrible, but friends of ours had a baby. And she had, Kim actually asked me because she was working at the time. She goes, can you just run out and get something? I said, sure. So I went to Target and I got a couple of baby clothes and some whatever. And she goes, that's what you got? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, guess what? Scratched off the list. Done. <laughs> she goes, did you put any thought into it? I'm like, hold on. I'm like, we've done this twice now. I said, it's a gift. All you do is you basically say, ooh, look, they gave me something. And then what we gave them was useful. I said, what do you want from me? I'm not going to find the perfect gift for a baby I've never met. I right. did what I could do. And that's the other thing, too, is like baby clothes are so small that when you get something, it looks like you didn't get anything. Uh, yeah. It's just a little baby outfit. It's, it's also very cheap, too. And babies have very tiny bodies. Yes, they do. And they grow out of everything very quickly. So if you're going to get something, get it out quickly. But I always I always think like mothers, unless if it's your first baby in particular, 
you're, I, I would think mothers are very particular with like, what's the fabric? Is it cotton? Cotton's depends no good. Is it depends on the person. By the third baby, they put it, the baby in anything. I but think, I think your first babies are very. The doctors very will tell you those that, and then that first, you know, few weeks. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, when a baby's first born, you go to the pediatrician. I think once a week for like the first four weeks, the you know, because it's so crucial in those for in that first month, and then it goes to once a month, then it goes to once every three months, then all of a sudden it's once a year as they get a little older. But they'll tell you if the baby's got any, you know, uh, sensitivities to anything. Okay, and, you know, I mean, most stuff. It is well made. It's yeah. not like, you know, we're not living in a third world country where we don't know where stuff's coming from. So it depends. All right. We were never that type. Okay, good. You know, but I understand if you are. Yeah. It's your firstborn. I get your it. Your first baby. You don't yeah, want to wrap your it. baby in uh, some material that you don't no like. No doubt. You don't want to put a shirt on a kid and all of a sudden he's got a horrible rash. Correct. I totally understand that. Right. Uh, then I have a uh, a documentary recommendation okay. for people. It is does not involve a murder. Okay, it's it's on Netflix. It's called The Tinder Swindler. Okay, this sounds interesting already. Yeah. Now I'm not going to give anything away because based in the title alone, I think I got what it means. You would know that there was a a person on Tinder swindling people for cash. Yep. Okay. That's all you need to know. I can tell you it's a, it's not a series, so it's it's a, it's an hour and a half. Oh, it's a one-shot deal. It's a one-shot oh, deal. I like those. It's uh, really well done. Maybe I'll download that for my trip to Wisconsin. Oh, Jerry, right. I think you would love it. The right. Tinder Swindler. I think I could be in for that. Yeah. So check that out. Sounds good to me. Highly recommended. All right. Um, what else do I have here, Jerry? Oh, this thing about we got into stolen cars on the show today. Right. You know, there's a lot of... And I had heard about catalytic converters. Being stolen, like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Would you know you're a you're a car guy? I would not want to know what a catalytic converter is. I was never a mechanic. Oh, okay. I could do oil changes, change flat tires, um, like would change I, some spark plug, but a catalytic converter, no idea. Like, would I know if I came out and I started my car and someone had stolen my catalytic converter, or would it? I don't know. Be smooth. I don't. Know. Would it make a noise? I don't know what it does. It has something to do with uh, your emissions. Okay. That I know. Because, like, back in the day when you would get your car inspected, this is back when we would keep used cars for a long time and right. people would have these old cars blowing smoke, you know, blue smoke. Yeah, like, sure. Oh, it's a catalytic converter. So maybe that's it then. Maybe yeah. you can drive the car. Like, I see vehicles on the road. There was one yesterday. We had to drive down to Philadelphia. There was one on the turnpike. I mean, it was like it was blowing chimney smoke out. Right. And I had to get away from it. I couldn't take it. So maybe maybe that's it. So maybe it would drive, and you just look in your rearview mirror and see a lot of smoke. I don't know. Right. Like, do I have my catalytic converter right now? Who knows? I Well, I would think if your car is running beautifully and there's no smoke and there's no issues, you probably do. Oh, and you're an oil change guy. I um, Do you do the, like, I feel like I'm right now 3,000 miles over my, when you're I fine. should have changed it. You're fine. How far can I push that? I mean, I only change mine every 5,000 miles. I've never okay. believed in the 3,000-mile rule. I had a mechanic tell me once that's a bo- bunch of crap. Bogus. It's not that it's bogus. Like, there's nothing wrong with changing it every 3,000 miles. It's more that the way the cars are made now, just change it routinely. Every 5,000 is fine. I feel like, too, with us, like we do. A, I feel like a lot of highway driving yeah. is easier on the oil. It, is. it could be completely wrong. It is easier. And as he said, too, oil in, well, this was 20 years ago when he told me, you know, oil in 2000 is just cleaner and burns better than it did in 1970. So the every three-month thing, he really believed as a mechanic was kind of an archaic thought. Nothing wrong with it, but every 5,000 is fine. Maybe you go over 3,000, you're okay. As long as you have oil in the car. Right. You know. And I'd get a light on if I had no oil in the car, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you would. But you also don't want it to be black and gunky either. Well, that's what it used to be like when my Chevy Monza that I had when I first got it. I, I, I checked the oil, it'd be black. Yeah, it's not Nowadays anymore. you check the oil, it's like it gold look, color. And it doesn't look terrible. Yeah. Because the engines burn so clean now. Yes, Jerry. It's just different. So you do what you want. Nothing wrong with changing it every 3,000, but every five, you're fine. I had finally, I was going to my dealer for a while because they were giving me, how about this? They Free were giving, oil they were changes? Giving me free oil changes. Yeah. It is such a hassle now i know it is i'm go- i will pay to go to like uh there's a valvoline in in uh seagirt yep. which they're so happy there yes people. and it's easy they do it I right mean, then and there do it there. i just that's it 
Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, I understand it's nice when they're free and everything, and they know the car. It's a headache. It is a headache. And it takes forever. So I'm with you. I like the um, – I mean, I got my guy Phil, as you know. Phil, really yeah. really takes care of me. But when he's not around and if I do need an oil change done quickly or something, I will go to Jiffy Lube. And they're, yeah. they are – the one by me is tremendous. And it's 20 minutes in and out. Right. Especially you can see if, if it's busy or not. Yes. If it's busy, I won't go. I'll go back a couple hours later. Oh, there's no one there. Pull right in. Like, awesome. I went to the dealer last time, and they all the dealers now, no matter what kind of car you have, they have express oil service. Yeah. They're like, mm, about 90 minutes? I go, that's not express. I know. And the th- and you know what sucks about it, too? And maybe it is for some people. Oh, that sounds nice. For me, like, I know it takes 14 or 15 minutes right. max to do an oil change. And to be honest, you can do it quicker than that. Yes. It's not that big. It's kind of like when um, when I went to Costco for tires because it was late in the day. Phil was gone, and I was I had a trip the next day. This was in November, I guess. It was before like my first – I had to drive for a Rutgers game. So I needed the tire done. I, had, I was having an issue. So I went to Costco. I figured this shouldn't take too long. I go there. There's no one there. And the guy's like, yeah, I can get it to you. I can probably get it done in like an hour, hour and a half. I'm like, how long? He goes, yeah, we can we can really hustle. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I used to do this. Right. I said, hour and a half is horribly slow. I said, if you told me you'd get it done in 20 minutes, I'd say, great. I say, an hour and a half. He didn't say a word to me. He grabbed the clipboard, disappeared, and I waited. He never came back out. And then the tech guy came out about 25 minutes later. Uh, Mr. Recco? Like, yeah, hi. Yeah, you're all done. Oh, cool. Where's Schmuckface? I'd like to see him. <laughs> like, what game were you playing? Where's Mr. Schmuckface? But I, I, I don't understand. Yeah, why don't, would you do that? I don't know. Like, why do you want them sitting there? Right. Get them out. Very strange. Once I said that, though, the look on his face was like, oh, okay. You're right. The places that would you pull up and you can see how busy it is. Yeah. Where they're not doing appointments. I should have known when I pulled up to the dealer, like there was already like I couldn't even get pull into the garage. Mm, Keep going. What is this? Yes, you keep going. Absolutely. I would do it myself if I trusted, like I would buy the little ramps. Yeah. There's just, it's one thing when you put your car on a lift in in a bay at a shop. You know it's not coming down on you. You don't want to get crushed by your car. Yeah, it just yeah, it freaks me out. There's just something, especially my car's a five speed, and I know the emergency brakes up, but I don't know. It's just there's something about if that thing rolls down, I'm on and I'm underneath. No thanks. That's not the way. Yeah, we used to change. I'm trying to think how we did it. I think uh, like we used to do it in the garage at my father. Yeah, you, know. you, you could jack the car up but on we, one we side. Didn't, do you could jack the car up. I'm trying to think. We used to just slide well, under there. So if you remember. Back in the day, cars were higher they off were, the ground. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably, like my wife has an expedition. I could probably slide under there, right. no problem. My car is low to the ground. There's nothing I could do. Yeah. I'd have to put it on a lift somehow, at least on the ramp. You get in there, you open a jerry, then the screw would yeah. fall into the pan. You'd have to go get the screw out to put it back so you know in what you're to doing? close it up. Oh, my father made me uh, change the oil. Not, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you make you oil the cap before you put it yeah. back up? Yep. Look at that. that and we would oil the uh, the oil filter. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, the ring you had a lube. You would, uh, You're lube, welcome, Eddie. You, you lube up the rim mm-hmm. and then push, push it, stick it, it right back on. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And then you fill up the oil and then you run the car. Yeah. And you're good. Like, it's not hard. Right. We would go up to drug fair. We'd get uh, whatever oil was uh, 99 cents or 69 cents, or now, whatever it was. Have you seen the price of oil these days? No. It is not 99 cents Like, anymore. if I go get a th- one thing of oil... I think it's like six bucks. For real? I think I think so. I really do. I think so. That's why when you go to a shop. I still shop, think it's 99 cents in my head. No. Legitimately. It's, hold on. One quart. Let's see. One quart Castrol motor. A 5W30. I'm going to say $6. Everyone must. must uh, we used to. We must. What am I trying to say here? It, now, full synthetic is $8. Okay. So that means regular is probably five or six bucks. That's why when you go to the shop, they have just the gigantic tank. Yeah, with the push. Yeah, they're not buying individual quarts. But I'm trying to think. When I worked at Drug Fair, yeah, it was a drugstore. Mm-hmm. But we had an automotive aisle. Yeah, the whole right side of the aisle was oil. Oh, is that true? Like people were just buying and changing their own oil. Yeah, all the time back then. Well, we've become lazy. Yeah, when did we stop changing our oil? Well, when did we stop doing a lot? What, let me ask you this: When you were a kid, I think you grew up very 
blue collar middle, middle class yeah. like I did. Nice house, but nothing crazy. Not a ton of property. Anybody in your neighborhood ever have some guy cutting the grass every week? And a land, <laughs> land? So landscaping companies, even in my town now, even for small little properties, yeah. are off the charts yeah. popular. Because no one wants to even spend the hour on their lawn. And, you know, $20, $25 a week? What the hell? I'll give you 100 bucks a month. Just make sure it's done. Yeah, so, no, we... we... We did our own snow removal, of course. Now people hire plows. Yeah, the the, the cutting of the grass, a hundred percent. You yeah. were doing that. Everybody and you were, did that, right? So, like on the weekend, you were either cutting the grass, changing the oil in your car. Yeah. So you've been to my house. Yes. My front's not that large. Backyard's pretty big. So for me to hand, and I brought my hand mower over from my other house where I did it myself. It takes me literally. It would take me two hours just to do the backyard because the backyard is sizable. The front's not that big a deal. So I hired a guy. He's a landscaper, but I hire him just to cut the grass. That's all he does. When he doesn't show up when he's supposed to, I will go out and cut the front and I'll tell him, I'm not paying you the full rate. Just do the back. And so I'll go out there with the push mower in the front. It doesn't take long. My neighbors will stop and be like, what's the matter? Lose your job this week. (laughs) Why? Because I'm cutting the grass. Yes. It's like this perception is, and I said to my wife, I'm contemplating because we have a lot of baseball trips this year, and this year's going to be expensive. I said, I might not use Nick this year for the grass. And she's like, what are you buying? a?" Tr-? I'm like, no, I'm going to uh, once a week, good exercise. I'll do the front and the back. She's like, yeah, do you mind? She goes, but the neighbor, I'm like, screw the neighbors. And I'm like, if I can save $125 a month, you know what? I'll do it myself. Yes. But she thinks I'm crazy. We used to also, we had a pool in the backyard. We never had a pool person. Yeah, sure. My uh, father would go I out know. there and shock the pool. And same with my parents. Now, in fairness to me, I never had a pool person either, except when it was time for me to take care of my own pool. I had no idea what the hell I was yeah, doing. Yeah, I would have no clue. So the first year I tried, and it was, I literally was emptying the 8,000 gallons every other week and refilling <laughs> it, and it was costing me more money on the water bill. So my second year, I guess, with the pool, I searched, and I found a guy. It was $35 a week. Just have the chemicals there, and they took care of everything, and it was awesome, and then they disappeared on me. Then I found another guy for $40 a week. They brought the chemicals, and it was the greatest thing ever, and now they moved down to Long Beach Island. They don't do it anymore. So last year was my first year. So I got married in 99. We moved down to Brick in whenever it was. First time I had a pool was 04. That was the year I botched it completely. So from 05 through 2020, I had guys taking care of my pool. Oh, for a mess. Last year, I took care of it myself for the first time in 16 years. No issues. So you will be taking care of it this year, you think? I will. I'm not paying for it anymore. Plus, I can't find anybody. Yeah. And I need to save some money for baseball. So I'll do it myself. Hard to find reliable workers. It really... Which is very strange. It's... Especially when it's their own business. It's so true, though. Weird. Like, I couldn't... I told you. I couldn't get a guy to come cut down trees. Yeah. I got like four or five estimates. I hire a guy. He never called me back. I'm like, I'm hiring. Like, you gave me an estimate. Yeah, no, we're busy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Move on to the next guy, I guess. Hiring a landscaper to come do the front of the house. Can't find anybody. It's really remarkable. Yeah, very strange. So, but I can find, I, luckily though, I did find someone to come help me with a water heater when that exploded. That is good. That That's good. the important one. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Okay, let's do We that. did that at 5 a.m. this morning, and we'll be back tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. So! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Monday, Monday, Monday in the Shangri-La. We live in New York City. It is beautiful out. Great to see you. 
the Eddie Scazzeri What's Up, and across from me, his name is Al Jack Dukes. What's up, man? Uh, good morning, Jerry. Yeah, I guess it's going to rain slash snow sleep every, every day. Every day we drive in. Is it this sucks. what we're doing? It really sucks around here. But yes, happy Monday. Oh, yeah. It did rain, and it was snowing, and uh, it is cold out. Yeah, it was a chilly. Uh, then it is February. Uh, I can't tell, though. They've salted the roads so much that I don't know whether it's snow and ice or just straight up salt. Well, especially with the salt that just collects in the yeah. middle of a road. I know. I agree with you. I saw that, too, today. I was on, on the highway. I was like, I think this is salt. And then the road was, the BQE was covered in salt, and then there was a salt truck adding more salt to it. Well, yeah, we're going to get flurries today, so we need be, all that salt. That can't be good for our tires, Jerry. That's going to eat away at our tires. The salt? tires are very resilient. I don't know. It's not 1932 anymore. I know, but I think like if you salt, what they always say about like living down the shore near the water is the salt water eats away things. Yeah, yeah. So you guys going to that's already corroded my tires. Now I got salt constantly on You'll be all right. right. You'll be fine. I mean, listen, you're buying tires every 50,000 miles anyway. You'll be okay. All right. If you say so, Jerry. I say so. Uh, I spent, uh, I gave myself a Twitter break, Jerry, because I was like fighting with people on Twitter. So did I. Yeah. Wasn't on it all weekend. Uh, Well, I I, I was like, I I was fighting people about uh, Joe Rogan, uh, cancel culture. I was just fighting people constantly. So I thought, you know, I'm going to take a break from fighting people. And then I went to the Five Guys uh, burger place yesterday. Okay. I thought it was going to go a little crazy. going to get a, a burger. <laughs> go a little crazy yeah. and get a burger. <laughs> That's not my normal thing. But I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. So I went in there, and they had one of those Coke machines that you can get various. The different flavors. Oh, like oh they have the cool. them at the Wawa's Burger in New King's had them forever. Is that right? Yes. Burger King probably introduced those. It's got to be 10 years ago. Yeah. The coolest thing ever. Yeah, like you could type in uh, Coke Zero or yeah. Zero Sugar, whatever they it's call got it all now, the and then all the flavors. Mm-hmm. It's tremendous. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to tweet this out and say how much I love it, and it's going to kind of cleanse my social media fights. How'd that go? Not good. Everyone's Why? like, that's poison. You know how filthy those are. Oh, Why are you drinking soda? Everybody relax. Yeah, I just like, I hate everyone. Yes. Thank you. Let me just enjoy us. That doesn't mean I'm drinking a soda seven times a day. No, it means, but you can have one whenever you want. Right. It means I'm having one soda in the past two weeks. And it also means the it's a great machine. Right. I, it's a great machine. Yeah. There's a lot of great things that you shouldn't. You don't have to do everything to the extreme. I'd love to know how many of those people that were yelling at you smoked at one point in their life. Yeah. <laughs> or chewed tobacco. Do you know how dirty weed. people touch the? I don't care. I'm really not a germaphobe <laughs> as much as people think. Right. I'm really not. I'll touch machines. I'll. It's soda. Relax. Yeah. Let I'm, me enjoy I'm with you. my Twitter for once, or I'm going to get right back to fighting you people on political issues. Right. Or you could just not open Twitter. I know it's so what I did hard. All weekend. So it was hard awesome. to resist. I just opened it for the first time today. Yeah, how'd that go? You suck. I was fine. Actually. Why are you the worst? No, I had nothing to you say blow. all weekend, so it was fine. Oh, okay. So you didn't. Um... But I don't usually do much with it anyway. Yeah, you don't usually fight people. Not on, on the it. weekend. Well, no, I'm not on it. Oh, once I leave here, I'm re- I check it before bed, and I probably check it once during the day. Okay. I do. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah, I mean, we, and during but the show, it. we have the news feed on because we like to see if there's breaking to. news. Have yeah. 100%. Absolutely. We don't have to look at you loser uh, responses. But that's it. I got us. too much going on to be jerking around on Twitter all Me day. Me too, Jerry. I'm too busy over here. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm super busy. If nice. I wasn't so busy, I'd be looking at Twitter, but I'm so busy. I'm so busy with my life, Jerry. I got so much going on. A lot of shows to catch up on. A lot of, uh, yep, a lot of shows to catch up on. Got to watch the Pro Bowl. By the way, of course I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. Why would you? But I was watching clips online today. It's it's a joke. It's not even worth your time. I have no idea. I really don't know because it's not football. I don't know what it is. It's not then if like they're if they're if the defense is going to legitimately play two hand touch, then make it two hand touch. You could do that. You could play flag football, and they actually might enjoy that more. Yeah. Because, like, Mac Jones ran, scrambled, Stupid. and ran, looked like 60 yards with no one chasing him or touching him, and then he did a dance in the end zone. Yeah, no, the whole thing is, I lost my interest in doing? the Pro Bowl 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, and, but then I did watch somebody, I think it maybe was Barstool that put it up, the, the, from one year, uh, it was a punter on the Broncos, did a fake punt in the Pro Bowl. And went around the ends. Some dude leveled uh, him with a Washington Redskin uniform and helmet on at the time. Put his helmet right in his chest. Oh, laid him out. <laughs> he didn't treat us like a like. I don't know how defensive guys. They've got um, 
reputations. Mm-hmm. They got pride. They've got pride, Jerry. Yeah. I would drill a dude. Yeah. Or don't play. Those guys, it's a vacation. That's all it is. Yeah. Unless you're Alvin Kamara and you get arrested. Then it's an expensive he vacation. He got arrested at the Pro Bowl? Didn't you see this? Yeah, I did. I, I was pretending they, like he they, got arrested at the Pro Bowl. They came and they took him into custody after the game. I don't know why it was. Now, I didn't see the details of it yeah. in terms of the timing. I know it was Saturday night. Yeah. But the game was yesterday. I guess they had to get all their, all their, uh, well, yeah, dot the, their I's and cross their T's so, and they brought him in after the game. Yeah, I guess there was a dude in a hospital. Yeah. Who said Alvin Kamara beat me up? Yeah, and I guess, something like that. Yeah, and I guess they got that uh, after that. He and was so a, he he apparently from the last story I just read yeah. before I came in here, he stayed in jail overnight. Is that right? And he's and it's only a five thousand dollar bail, and he's doing court today. None of his friends could bail him out. He can bail G. himself out. No, I don't think you're allowed to bail yourself out. Why? I think someone has to come bail you. A out. family member? No, 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 no. But you can't. Your wife has access to the that's true, yes. to the money. I just mean you you've got to have someone come bail oh, you. Oh yeah, out. no, I know that. I'm but I'm saying he's got plenty of money. Yeah, that someone in his family could come bail him out. Maybe they were like, let's teach him a lesson, keep him in well, jail. I don't, now that's, that's sure it's quite that. a charge. He a charge with a battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Yeah, I didn't see the details, and they said requests uh, were denied, but I. It Vegas, sounds terrible. Yeah, Vegas I don't know. nightclub, Jerry. You got to be careful. There's drinking. There's gambling. People lose their money, and then fisticuffs. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Vegas. When was the last yeah. time you were in Vegas? Uh, when we went for that one one boxing match. When you went, I didn't go. Oh, okay, yeah. When I went, okay. I don't I, even know who boxed. I actually would like to. We probably didn't go. I know. Like I legitimately don't remember what we were. You out went there, there for. for the free sweet food and drinks. <laughs> I think it maybe was Mayweather Pacquiao. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's a, and that's like seven, eight years ago. Now it's probably longer than that. <laughs> yeah, it was a while right? ago. Yeah, it might be I'm seven, not, eight years. I'm not a Las Vegas kind of guy. You're kidding me. I don't party, Jerry. You don't really drink. Yeah, if I drink, I have like three beers. You don't really gamble done. too much, I, right? I mean, you but no, no. But I mean, you go to Atlantic City, you gamble a little bit, a little bit. But you're not going to sit at a table for five hours. No, right. Uh, I do like to go to shows. Okay, that I'd be interested in. All like right, so maybe see. you are a Vegas person. They go to like one of these residency shows. You love naked women, plenty of strip clubs. Definitely love naked women. I like uh, buffets. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I like a buffet well, they have in Vegas. You are the stereotypical old person. Yeah, <laughs> shows and buffets. <laughs> what I don't like getting beat up at a nightclub. That's Atlantic why I don't go City to them. on a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> that's like perfect for you. <laughs> that's why I don't go to nightclubs. That's where the fights happen. Jerry. They can drinks. You sure. look at someone the wrong way. You look at someone's girl the wrong way. I'll tell you, man. Alcohol late at night. Yeah. Never a recipe for anything good. I have, uh, and multiple people have told me this who know me. Um, uh, Gina's told me this. My friend Paul has told me this. I inadvertently stare at people. Like, I don't know I'm staring. I'm just g- gazing. Yeah, that's going to be, um, but you're like, going to get punched in the face one Like, day. my friend Paul would be like, why are you staring at that person? I go, what? And Gina thinks like, why are you staring at her? Why are you so staring at So you're kind of like him? the way Eddie starts with the uh, the accents and doesn't realize he's yeah. doing it. You have a staring problem. I start observing, and then I just stare. And then it could send the wrong signal that I'm staring at someone where I'm... Well, especially if it's someone's wife or girlfriend. Yes. You look like a creep. I do. Or, or like their get... daughter or their son. Right. You, I mean, you really would look like a weirdo. I, I could. Well, so, you, yeah, you do. That's why I don't want to go to nightclubs. That's why you don't want to go to Vegas. Yeah. Because I don't want to get beat up for inadvertently staring at someone. I got it. And I then understand. all of a sudden, I've got Cal- Alvin Kamara punching me in the face because I'm 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 staring the wrong the wrong way. But at least he got to play in the game. He did. And that's a good thing, <laughs> Jerry. Unbelievable. That's the best part. Yeah. Whatever. What a waste of a week. Even the NHL stuff. I didn't see it, but I, that at least is more. Do they check the skill? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Come I don't on. even understand how they because I don't I don't watch that either because that's also terrible. The baseball one, I feel like, is good. The baseball then, right? one's good. Yeah, they, play, they, go they actually all play. Out. Now they will tell you that's from time to time a pitcher will groove a pitch here and there. But I mean, they do play the game. Yeah, that's probably the only one, right? The yeah. NBA one is horrendous. I wouldn't give you three seconds watching that. Is that worse than the NFL one, or is that the? I worst would say of the worst? it's equally as bad. Why? Because it's stupid. Also, no defense. They don't, no, they they don't play defense. Okay, maybe the last five minutes of the game. They'll play defense if they actually want to win the game. But it'll be the type of thing where LeBron will cross half court and just shoot because he can. <laughs> and it, no one bothers. To, it's awful. It really yeah. – th- those three, the hockey, the football, and the basketball, all-star, pro, whatever, terrible. I mean, to the nth degree, terrible. They're all bad ones. Horrible. 
All right, so we're out of the All-Star Games then. I am. I've been for years. And if Alvin Kamara hadn't gone to the All-Star Game, he wouldn't be in jail. That is very true. You're right about that. Right? Yeah, well, this wouldn't have happened. If Alvin Kamara would have gone to the police, this would never have happened. That's what Woody said back in the day. Yeah, if Woody would have gone to the police. Yeah. This would never have I once saw a Woody Woodpecker episode. My father, for whatever reason, had an old projector, and we had a Woody Woodpecker film. Right, well, the internet wasn't around yet. Yeah, this was a long time ago. It was a black-and-white Woody Woodpecker film. And the film was Woody, uh, Woody Woodpecker was in a battle with some guy, and the guy kept putting Woody Woodpecker's face into the alphabet soup and reading, and kept making Woody read it, but it kept coming up to, with words. <laughs> I just remember he was, like, reading the alphabet soup. Yeah. I think I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I like that you had a projector and a Woody Woodpecker uh, film. Yeah, Woody Woodpecker film, black well, and white. Jerry, let's talk uh, Yes, New York Giants situation here. Okay. First of all, Friday, their defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. This was a surprise. Headed right out of town to Vegas. Yes, I did. hope he doesn't get in trouble out New there. New defensive coordinator of the Raiders. A lot of trouble in Vegas. You know why? He doesn't want to live in this crappy area anymore. Right, because he, he did it. <laughs> that's that's what they call a lateral job, right? It is, but because you've got a new staff in, you're free to go interview wherever you want. Because I think he still had to be cleared here to be the defensive coordinator. Like, I don't think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about this. But if you're under contract as a special teams coach. I don't think you can go interview for a special teams coach job anywhere else if you're under contract. But for a promotion, you can. In this case, new staff comes in. You're not really set anymore. So he went, interviewed in Vegas, and left. Even though Brian Dable said... Uh, but I don't think it was a done deal yet. But it seems like he wanted to keep him they as did. defensive coordinator. They did. So he's he's, go- he's gone. Yeah, see ya. He's in Las Vegas. He's in Vegas. So then over the weekend, Brian Dable had to interview some defensive coordinators via Zoom. Uh, One of them was uh, Wink Martindale. Mm -hmm. From the Ravens. From the Ravens, yes. Uh, Sean Desai, never heard of you. Me neither. Really? Sean Desai, no. Yeah. Perfect. I was hoping I wasn't looking. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't looking. No, the there's fool. a lot. Most defensive, uh, not defensive. Most assistant coaches we've never heard of. And here's a blast from the past, Mr. Jim Schwartz, the old Lions head coach. Yeah, the old Lions. I didn't head see coach. that. So he interviewed with the Giants, or too? he will interview with the Giants. He's going to. Okay. Oh no, actually, no, he did over the weekend. He Zoom. did. Okay, he zoomed it. And then there was a dude on the uh, Steelers whose name escapes me because no one's ever heard of him. But as soon as they got word that he Zoom interviewed, they made him their defensive coordinator. Oh, is that true? The Steelers, yeah. Okay. They upped him. Jerry. That interviewed with the Giants, you're saying? Yeah, he interviewed okay. with the Giants. Steelers were in panic mode that they were going to lose him. Yeah. <laughs> Hired Well, him. that's how a lot of this works, too. Like, I think the Giants are interviewing or did interview Steve Wilkes as well, either Sunday or today. Yeah. for their Who interviewed for the head coach job four years ago that Pat Shermer got? Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer. It feels like forever ago, doesn't it? That does feel like forever ago. We're just Giants being good feels like forever that ago. That was a, quite a while that ago. That was a long time ago. Absolutely. Who? I, you know, I don't even know who was first. Ben McAdoo. McAdoo. McAdoo, then Shermer, then Judge. So after Coach Coughlin, it was McAdoo? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and his terrible uh, outfit. Yeah, when he showed up in that giant suit. But wasn't a, he really wasn't a terrible coach. It was the whole back and forth. But really, if you think about... What got him fired? That's true. It really was the whole Eli, you know, sit him for Geno Smith nonsense, which I will still say was nonsense, um, and the whole Mara thing and the fan and the fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, something weird on something TV. Something just turned you on, Jerry, on no, the television. No, no, I just I was uh, no, I was not. Whatever. Um, he was, if I remember correctly, they weren't a horrendous team like they've been, you know. And even Pat Shermer had a little success. You're right. He had that anchor weight of Eli Manning around him that had kept but sinking him in that. the water. it wasn't that. It was the way everything was handled. It was. There were ways you could have done what they did, but, boy, he did it the wrong way. So then it went McAdoo Shermer. Yes, to Joe Judge. Joe Judge, okay. Right. And Joe, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this this weekend only because I'm, you're looking at all the coaching vacancies and how they're being filled and not filled and who still needs a coach and doesn't. And I was thinking back to when Joe Judge got hired. Do you remember the reaction around here? We liked it, right? No one knew who the hell he was. But we liked that he came from Bill Belichick. Well, I mean, everybody always liked That doesn't seem to work out too often. But everybody seemed to like that he came from New England fine. 
and Bill Belichick gave him a, a nice recommendation. But you really think back and wonder, like, what the hell were they thinking? But he seemed like a football coach. Like, if you were going to uh, put a, make a football coach in a movie, you would take a Joe Judge But he type. was a special teams guy. Yeah. It's not even like he, you know, you always joke about wanting to be a quarterback's coach. You only worry about three or four guys. Well, at least if you're a defensive coordinator or an offensive coordinator, which is why I think normally that's the previous step before being head coach, you're in charge of a unit that's got two dozen guys, if not more, that you're responsible for. I don't think most people understand when you become the head coach of an organization, you're in charge of 50-something guys plus the guys in the practice squad, plus you're responsible if you hire an adult as a trainer or does something stupid outside the organization. You've got to worry and make sure that the guys are doing what they're doing, their charitable work on a Tuesday when they're off. Like, you're responsible for everything. So you hire a guy that, you know, was a special teams coordinator. What was he really in charge of? Punters. <laughs> well, yeah. Get out there and punt, will you? I'm not saying he won't be a good head coach, but that's a weird place to be your first job. Yeah, you got to go up the food chain. A little bit more. Up the food charts. Up the food chain. That's fine. You got to go special teams, maybe quarterbacks, coach. Even special teams to coordinator. Coordinator. You got to take that step. Yeah. I think you have to. And I think I remember, you know, we... You know, climb the food charts, if you will. If you will, exactly. (laughs) Climb the food charts. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to check out the food charts in the next couple of minutes. When we come back, we've got a whole lot more. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. (laughs) Usually, we're at the, the Super Bowl site. We're not today. And that's fine. And Boomer and Gio will be here at 6 on the fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5, warm-up show until 6 o'clock, an action-packed Monday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, I'd love to say we're getting close to pitchers and catchers, but guess what? We're not. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> Baseball's over. You better find Baseball a new thing to start I'm going to, yeah, you know, you got you to gotta start following murder mysteries or something this summer because you're going to have no baseball. No, they, awesome. they'll be baseball. I think April 15th they're going to start. That's April my 15th? guess. Yes, because you know why? There's been... Not to get into a baseball labor negotiation conversation, but just I, there's been there has been conversation, and there's okay. been a little bit of give and take. So I do think that they will get something done, and I think yeah, they're probably going to start April first or whatever opening day is supposed to be. Either maybe a two week lag, maybe we just which cut, you like. I love a lag. Let's just cut the season in half. Eighty one games. I don't want to cut. The season. I like the season. I each like game the season. counts. How about this? You cut it to eighty one games, but each win counts as two. No, I don't like each that. loss Terrible. counts as two. I like. I I would cut it back to one fifty four. That's the. I like the length of the baseball no season. Difference. I like having something every night to watch. Is that right? I do. All right. The, this like, weekend was difficult. I mean, Rutgers beat Michigan State Saturday, which was awesome. That was a big win for them. I was reading. It was, but I like having something every single night. I don't know why. That's baseball, Jerry. That is. Yeah, that's what's what it is. By the way, uh, at new NYY Everything, which I guess would be New York Yankees Everything. I would think so. At NYY Everything said that Washington football player who laid the big hit on the punter was the late, great Sean, Sean Taylor. Taylor. My man came to play always. He oh, he laid his ass out, Jerry. Mm. You don't disrespect me with a fake punt in a Pro Bowl. You're going to get hit. Well, they've, But they Good disrespect job. the fans because all of this is two-hand touch now. Right. Not back then when Sean Taylor was playing. Big waste of time. Didn't Te- Boomer get clobbered in the yeah. Pro Bowl 2 once? Dexter Manley. That's right. Boy, these Redskins, huh? Oh, these Redskins come to play. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, Dexter Manley in the Pro Bowl, yeah. He hit Boomer way late out of bounds. Yeah, TJ Boomer was probably all cocky that game, talking trash. Do we? I'm serious about this because yeah. I'm trying to think like with St. John's how we reference them. Do we reference them now from past teams, the Commanders? Because they were. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, they were the Washington Redskins. Like when the Indians now become the Guardians in baseball. Yeah. 
are we going to reference Albert Bell as a guardian who or a Cleveland knows? Indian? Depends who you're talking to. No, Someone's no, no, going to be easily offended, then you uh, go, oh, the That's not what I, yeah, I understand. That's not what I'm asking. Though. Like, I'm wondering if when you're, when you see them on SportsCenter, yeah. how it's going to be referenced or when That's it's written question. about in papers. Because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about teams that have changed their names. And I guess, hmm, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Because I guess St. John's, you just say St. John's. Yes. Who knows what the rules are, Jerry? We learn every day. They change every day. We'll know when someone gets uh, fired for uh, using the wrong term to describe a past team. That's when we're going to learn. I guess. The Dolphins, this was a surprise move to me, Jerry. Was it a surprise to you? Yes, very much so. The Dolphins have agreed to a deal to make, and I was just talking about this guy a couple weeks ago. No one heard of this guy until a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel is going to be their new head coach. He looks like a child. He's 38 years old or 34, 34 or 38. I forget. He's one of those two. Uh, Maybe 38. And he's, you know, I think he's the Ivy League. He's got the Ivy League background. He was a Yale wide receiver. But am I wrong didn't doesn't Kyle Shanahan call the plays in San Francisco? I think so. Like this I dude's get up it. in the he's, booth. I get it. He's the offensive coordinator, but he didn't even call plays. Yeah, and I don't know. It's so bizarre. I never heard of the guy until the play for real until the playoffs. I think when there was an article that said this guy is the offensive coordinator and he's a genius and all blah blah blah. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's a great genius. They because it's the greatest show on turf. And that, that Niners offense is great as the Rams. I mean, wh- I don't understand. Like guys just get jobs that you never heard. Like, is this uh, was this a normal practice? I wonder, or am I just sensitive to it now because there's so many coaching? Well, moves. it's different now because back in the day, while coaches were always fired, coaches held their jobs longer. Yeah, now I mean, it's like one and done a if, lot. If you don't win quickly, get out. There's and it's kind of, it's the same thing with the quarterback. You it's, they're two in the same. If you think about when we were kids, when you drafted a quarterback, even if it was number two, three, four in the first round. He sat the first year, and then you hoped he started playing in the second, and the goal was to win by, like, year four. Now it's by year four. If you haven't done anything, you stink. Get out. You're a backup. <laughs> it's, it really is unbelievable. Yeah, it's straight. It's crazy. I think we're all so jaded with the ages. and the, So this is different, but uh, somewhat relative. So Sal, on the overnight, I heard him for a few minutes driving in, and he was talking about the NBA trade deadline this Thursday, and he's like, get rid of everybody. Let's start over. Let's get rid I want to get younger. And he's like, get rid of this guy. And one of the guys he said get rid of was Mitchell Robinson. He's 23. Get him out, Jerry. There are kids in college at 23 that are still playing. And we're so, I don't know, it's like we're clouded. A guy's in the league for a couple of years. We think he's a chiseled veteran. There's still kids, for Christ's sake. It's like I, the great Janet Jackson saying, what have you done for me lately? No, it's do, what have do, you do, done do, for me do, today? Oh, what have you done it's for not me not today? lately. It really is something. Now, an interesting note about Mike McDaniel, the uh, former 49er, you called him offensive coordinator, Jerry? Offensive coordinator. Uh, to become the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. And this was sure of that now. This has been noted in uh, numerous uh, tweets from Mr. Adam Schefter and uh, other NFL insiders, is that uh, Mike McDaniel identifies as multiracial or slash biracial, depending on who wrote it. So that counts as a minority coaching candidate, and they will get uh, whatever those benefits are that teams get for hiring a minority coaching candidate, Jerry? Okay. What do they get? Like draft picks or something? They I get d- something. I don't know. I think they get something. I'd never heard that before. Oh yeah. Uh he's oh, thirty yeah, he'll turn thirty nine this March. Thirty nine? Thirty nine this March. He's a he looks like a young thirty nine even. He's he a young looking fella. Well, all right. So the other day at the Rutgers game, this blows my mind. There were two people taking a picture with a a girl. I was trying to figure out if they were all brothers and sisters. And as it turned out, it was a couple with their daughter, oh, who was a freshman at Rutgers. And I only know because the guy was with knew them. And I'm sitting there saying, we really look as a society, for the most part, and maybe it's nutrition, exercise, whatever, we really look younger and younger to where I couldn't tell that they were the girl's parents. Well, this kid, this guy looks pretty young for 39. He, If you told me he was 27, I would say, okay. Yeah, I'll see people like out, like a man and a woman eating at a restaurant. So I'm like, I don't know if that's his daughter or his girlfriend. Yes, I know. 
Even yesterday at my son's basketball game, there was a woman with one of the kids. Um, he went to sit down on the bleachers during warm-ups, and she was sitting talking to him. And I said to my wife, oh, look, his girlfriend made – because the game was an hour and a half away. I'm like, his girlfriend made the trip. She goes, that's his mom, you jackass. I'm like, his mom? Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. So, yeah. So if you're telling me he's 39 or 29. Who yep, knows? He could be. He's in shape. So this says he's 5'9", a buck 75. He's in shape. 5'9", a buck 75? Yeah. So he, I'm taller than him and way less. Right, but and he you're looks frail. Like a pipsqueak. Well, he's five nine. Oh, and maybe one seventy five is generous. I'm much taller, Jerry. I'm five eleven. I wouldn't say much taller, but you're taller. Much taller. You're definitely taller. I also, uh, you won't have Jim Harbaugh to kick around the NFL, Jerry. He says that his yeah until the next team calls him. Stop. He says this that is his funny. Vikings interview was a one-time thing, right, and he's sure. done chasing NFL jobs. Well, chasing, sure, so. but let's say a team calls him and says, Jim, $10 million a year, 10 years. <laughs> okay, see you, Michigan. <laughs> you think so? Stop. Yes. You think this is bull? Please. Yes. It's, um, oh, come on, man. You think it's bull? Don't be naive. Of course it is. Mm. He's saying what he has to say to appease the people at Michigan, because if you're Michigan, oh, right. think about this. You've got Jim Harbaugh. You just were in the in the playoffs. Everything was great. You finally beat, uh, beat Ohio State. Things are going wonderful. Maybe next year you take the next step. Uh, he's doing. I'm sorry. Where is he? he's interviewing? Where? All of a sudden he toes back in in the NFL. I'd be pissed. So he's got to go in and say, "I'm not." Of course it. he does. Uh, I'm not chasing anymore. Until the NFL. next team calls him and wants to offer him a boatload of money. Right. Gone. And with the way things go in the NFL, there'll be nine more coaches fired next season. Correct. At least seven or eight. Seems to be the case every year. Back to your point of very short shelf life. And what do you make of this? Adam Gase's name keeps popping up as a potential Patriots offensive coordinator. Take him. Why would Bill Belichick want him? What are we missing about? Like, is well because I think again I'll go back to what I said. There's a big difference of just coaching a unit and being in charge for the entire franchise. Adam Gase was not good at it. He just wasn't. But he seems like a doofus. Why would you want him even as offense, offensive coordinator? Because well, maybe he's a good mind offensively. I don't know. But he couldn't run a team. That's or, the difference. Or the offense here. Or anything. Because that's the... You know, it's like when Rex was here, he's in charge of the defense. Yeah, but he was also in charge of everybody. Now, if your offense stinks, it's still on you. And for Adam Gase, he also wasn't good with the media, which was a problem, which is fine if you win. If you lose and you're a jackass with the media... Man, the first chance they get, they're going to start writing bad things about you. Plus, as soon as that meme came out with all the talk, him looking at tacos as they danced around Well, those his tacos head. actually weren't really there. Yeah. Those were added, and that was the first day. That, w- <laughs> that was his first day. That was his introductory press With the comments. eyes all over the place, yeah. Because also, he didn't wear his hat, which he's much more comfortable in a baseball hat. Well, because he's got bad hair. Yeah, he's got bad hair. He's got bad hair. He's got like uh, Derek Jeter and Tiger Woods hair. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible hair. So he should have been able to wear his baseball hat at the, you know, don't wear the suit. Go go with no, the No, you could have gone suit out. and baseball cap. Suit and baseball cap. Think about when a guy gets drafted in the NFL. They usually, yes. most of them have suits on and they put the cap on. It looks awesome. Right, he could have had the Jets yes. hat on. Could have done, oh, real quick, Did have you seen yet the commercial for Doritos and Mountain Dew? No. With Eli Manning, Jerome Bettis, and Terry Bradshaw. I have not seen this. I saw it last night, and I said to my son, I rewind it. I played it. I watched it like four times. Might, might be one of the best commercials I've ever Is seen. Right? And I'm trying to figure out why they didn't wait for the Super Bowl to play it. It's, yeah. it's with Olivia Rodrigo's, hey, good for you. It's, it is tremendous. Yeah, Boomer said there was a bunch of uh, commercials that were being run prior to the Super Bowl. Unless maybe this is part one, and maybe these oh, guys have a, a bigger one coming out on the show. Oh, that could be. But I will tell you, this might be one of my Google favorite that. commercials of all time. And part of it is because I know the song. Yeah. And also because Eli Manning looks awesome. He looks so different than you would get used to seeing him or be used to seeing him. And then the end of the commercial is tremendous with Terry Bradshaw. All right, quick break, 537. Google that. I promise you you'll be right, entertained. Jerry. And then uh, we'll be back with more. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Don't go away. All right, quarter to six. What's up? Welcome to show until the top of the hour. We've got Boomer and Geo. Then uh, you will not hear us from Radio Row. It's 243 in L.A. right now, which is why we're not there. I guess that's probably the reason. I don't know. Uh, what else you got? 
By the way, I've been getting emails uh, from people asking if we're going to be at Radio Row with no, your sure. terrible guests. I mean, it's the same. The same I people. mean, we are missing yeah. nothing. It's the same people. You as an audience, you're welcome for us not going. You would have well, been let's see how the shows sitting through terrible guest spots. Just terrible. Jerry, if you ever wanted to become an, uh, an NFL official or I a, a uh, I do not. baseball umpire, I there, do not. there appear to be some openings, Jerry. I have no uh, interest. The NFL, look at this one, though, Jerry. The, the NFL, where's my notes, Jerry? Where are my notes? The NFL announced the retirement of eight officials. Okay. Each with 20 years or more experience, so old dudes. There's hundreds of them in the top college level officiating that can bump up. Now, do they have to accept applications from, like, a guy like me to meet their requirements? They can take no? your application and they can burn it. <laughs> You've no, you've no credentials. You've no credentials. I watch football. You can, but you have no credentials to be a referee. So they'll look at your resume and they'll throw <laughs> it in the trash. Move on to the next one. What if I lied on my resume? You could lie, and then if, once a... they bring you in for the interview, you'll be exposed within three seconds. What could they ask? I could answer every question they could ask me in an they official could ask interview. You, uh, they could ask you a scenario. I'd be like, "That's a flag." But penalty. that's that. Well, but they would ask you why and how, and what's like, the what's the uh, the penalty and the yardage, and there's a lot they can ask. You. I would impress them by going like this: that is encroachment. If we're talking about <laughs> passing interference or defensive holding, you're going to say that's encroachment. <laughs> you really are an ass. <laughs> that was always my favorite call. Encroachment <laughs> on the defense, right? Encroachment. Why do we just call it offsides? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I always wondered that myself, too. That'd be a good question for an upcoming ref. You know, Why don't they call it offsides? I have like, a question well, for you, mister. I have a question for you, mister, ref, since oh, you yeah. think you can do it. Is this me and my interview? And keep in mind, All right. I have announced hundreds of college uh, college football games. I've done pre- and post-game for the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Like, I've been around it enough. Yes. And I've never asked this question, and I have always meant to ask Boomer, and I've never, I just never have. So since you want the interview, <laughs> yes. I'm going to ask you the question. I'm, gonna, I'm a uh, ref. Please explain this to me. Why is it that if a guy farts on the offensive line and his pants shudder, mm-hmm. it's offsides, but the guard can point and do this and that and then tap the center on the ass and then they snap the ball? I don't that, know. So why not? Because I would think, like, you're on the defensive line, the defensive line, and you can't look at the ball. You can only look at the ball. And first movement, you're taught to tap the guy because then it's offside. Yeah. It's a false start. Why is that allowed? I don't I don't understand that either. I'm with you. There's dudes pointing and they're they're not only are they pointing, their their fingered pointed hand is going beyond the yes. ball. Yes. It's going across the line of yeah. scrimmage. And then they get set, but it's okay and allowed that the guard taps the center to tell him to snap the ball now. Everybody's set. Like, I get you want to say the finger waving is, well, they're really not set at the line. Okay, fine. But then explain to me that. I think it's encroachment. It's not encroachment. It's the offense I'm talking about. And if you want to be an MLB umpire, Jerry. I don't want to do that either. Joe West is retiring. Good. Get out. He was an ump for 43 seasons. Yeah. Although, when when you hear 43 seasons, and then you hear the amount of games... I would think there would be a lot more games having been an ump for 43 seasons. Got to be 5,000 games, no? You nailed it. 5,460. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like 15,000 games. This guy must not have an ump a lot of games a year. <laughs> it's What's, a. Well, that would be. That's 100 that. and some. That's a high, at least 100 games a year. Hold on, Jerry. Let me 100 my, games a year is 4,300. Let me get my calculator right? out. Yeah. 5,460. Divided by 40. I'm going to say it's seasons. 112 games a year. 126. It's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. Yes. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know either. Doesn't The math The math doesn't add up, Jerry. That's why I would rather be a ref in, rather than an ump because I, I don't even know. I can't figure it out. Yeah, that's why your interview would go terrible. Oh. Would not go well. Diehard Bengals fan James Lipscomb. Who's this guy? He's 86-year-old fellow, Just a Jerry. fan. Just a fan. He's 86. A viral video went of him crying upon the Bengals winning. He did go to the two previous Bengals Super Bowls when he was a, a, a younger yeah. man. He's now eighty six, eighty one, and then and then eighty eight. Uh, I forget because the season like eighty two yeah. and eighty nine. Whatever. I think eighty. I think it was probably January of eighty nine was right. the last one. Yeah, well, uh, so the last eight, time the Bengals have been in it. Yeah, it's been a while. Right. So he's eighty six now. And after his granddaughter put out the video of him crying that the Bengals made it, uh, she started a GoFundMe page to 
quote, get grandpa to the Super Bowl, he is going. That's great. You know who's not Boomer? (laughs) (laughs) That's one grandpa. Who won't be there? No, good for him. That's awesome. I love the fact that at 86, he's still into it, and he wants to go, and he wants to be there. This is what I don't understand. 86 is the new 66. (laughs) They raised $42,000. Yeah. Would you ever contribute to sending Grandpa to a Bengal game when there's if I, people in the world? If I, I didn't know of the... Well, I mean, it depends. Am I still doing nice things for other people? I mean, it, I still do donate to St. Jude's every month. Do you? Me? No, the guy behind you, Clark Gillies' jersey. Oh, and Jerry, there's you. no one behind me here in the I'm, studio. I said the jersey. <laughs> I got Rod Gilbert and Clark Gillies I'm looking at. No, I'm talking to you. I'm saying if you do good things anyway... Okay. Yes, this is a very nice charitable thing. Now, for me, because I'm a skeptic, if I didn't know the people, I wouldn't yeah. trust it. Like, right. how do I know it's real? How do you know this grandpa really wants to go? How to do the I know that they don't have money? Right. And they just don't want to pay for grandpa. Right. So I would not. Now, if I knew the person through someone, yes, I, I would. Absolutely. You would. Yes, for sure. You contribute to grandpa going to the I would, like Super Bowl. It, yes. I was going to say if your dad wanted to do it, but I know you've got gobs of money in the stock market, oh, so yeah, you're Jay. on your own. So I'm oh, out. though the stock market, I've got no money left you're now because the stock market just went fine. right in the toilet. You're doing just fine. Um, what I wonder what the, he he raised. They raised forty two thousand dollars. Surely it's not going to cost forty two thousand dollars to send this guy to the Super Bowl. Well, I'll tell you I what, need to go to the bathroom. Uh, now he has the to go minimum to the price to sit in the <clears throat> last row of the upper deck is six thousand dollars. <laughs> I need my glasses. So he's going to need at least ten or twelve thousand dollars to get a decent seat. Okay, that's number one. So you've got you got your flying cost. Uh, you <laughs> to spend, you got your hotel, your prostate meds. I'd say he probably needs twenty grand. All right. Where's know, my pills? He's got to bring his pills with him, or he could spend the money and get a better get a better seat. Right. So that's the thing. If if this money was raised to send Grandpa to the Super Bowl, yeah, he's got to get the best seat available. Yeah, because you can't awesome. you can't you can't pocket the money. Right. We need Grandpa sitting at the fifty yard line. Yeah. I can't see a thing without my glasses. Right. That's we why we're going to get you right at the fifty yard line, Gramps. I'll tell you. You put Super Bowl into StubHub? Yeah. I mean, there are so many different tickets you can buy that are not the game. So all the boo prices have dropped. You can get in for $5,050 right. now. Well, Grandpa's got to get a better seat. Oh, uh, you want lower level? Yeah. How about lower level 10-yard line? I'm going to go 50-yard okay. line. Okay, lower, lower level 10-yard yard line. line. The cheapest in is $13,000. That's for one ticket. So here's the deal. Grandpa's not going by himself. Needs two people. So two tickets for him. See, here's the thing, too, though. You need fees. So here, all right, so $13,000. Yes, a nurse or his daughter. Let me get my wheelchair. Now he's got his wheelchair. So here we go. Two tickets, 10-yard line with fees is going to be about thirty grand. So he's only got 12 left to play with. Right. Plane, hotel, meals, getting them there, meds, getting them there. He might actually still have to take money out of his own pocket. Oh. Back in my day, <laughs> sounds like he's excited. Back to go, in though. his day, they had leather helmets. Yeah, eighty-six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So eighty. Well, no, maybe not. Still would be cool. Like, I'm not a big guest guy. We should get this old fella on. He he went to Boomer Super Bowl. He's he a did. big Bengals fan. He probably loves Boomer. That is correct. Maybe Boomer could pay for his ticket. Something. Is By the way, I'm wrong. $33,000 with fees. Think about that. You're buying two tickets at yeah. $13,000 a pop, $26,000, and there are $6,000 of fees That's attached to it. silly. Wow. Service fee. Yeah. The sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's you know, a lot of money. How about this? I was in Stop and Shop yesterday. Yeah. And I saw a man in a full a man and his wife. They were both wearing full length fur coats. I bet you they were warm. It looks so strange. I mean, it's not 1977. I anymore. mean, maybe they were fake. I don't know if they were real, but they looked like fox <laughs> fox fur full length <laughs> fur coats in yeah. a suit in a stop and shop. I say good for them. Do what you want to do White and be hair. happy. White haired guy. Quick break, 5.53. When we'll come back, we'll wrap it up. Then Boomer and Geo. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence, son Brian Flores. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. You know, I to mention with those tickets that have the service fees of $7,000. This, this is comical. 
There's a two dollar fulfillment fee. Yeah, I know you already gave us twenty seven thousand dollars. <laughs> you owe us another two dollars. We need two more dollars. Just to... put it in the price of the ticket, for God's sake. We sakes. need two more dollars to put this through. <laughs> so dumb. Well, then it goes to a separate uh, entity, Jerry. So they have to separate I, uh, it. Whatever. <laughs> Silly. I see that Trevor Lawrence tried to make uh, Doug Peterson comfortable at his press conference. Brought how him... so? Brought him Haagen-Dazs vanilla ice cream. Oh, that sounds a, lovely. Which is a favorite of Mr. Doug Peterson's. Is that true? He loves plain vanilla ice cream, Jerry, and then he loads it with toppings. Okay. Which is well, why good for has, him. I think most people would. Which is why he has a fat face, probably. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a little vanilla ice cream with some Reese's peanut butter yeah. cups all chopped up. Oh, it sounds awesome. I love anytime anybody gets like a new coach, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be so great when he gets here. Until he fails miserably. Although he won in Philly. I know. I'm just saying in general. Like I just think everyone's like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome." You know, uh, WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One, New York, an Odyssey station.